What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Batista, and you're not listening to Shooting the Breeze. And I'm not joined by Patrick O'Chang. I'm joined by another co-host, Mike Morano, as this is the first podcast of the Mike and AJ show, named yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah, named possibly still TBD. But what's going on, Mike? Good, man. I, you know, I'm excited for this. I, I really am. I'm excited to get back into the, uh, the podcast game. Yeah, for sure. It should be fun. So we just both shoveled today. Dude, it was so bad. Like, I'm not even going to lie, dude. It was – because I saw it. It was snowing a lot, I think, was it was two days ago? Yeah. Or yesterday. And I looked at it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. It's not going to be that bad. The place that we're in, they're going to plow it off. And I said, all right, uh, I need gas. So I'm going to go just maybe shovel a little bit. I didn't expect it to be a lot because we looked yesterday, and it didn't look like a lot. No, it didn't. And – it took me about probably about a half hour, 45 minutes just to get out. Like not even like shovel the whole thing just to get the bare minimum to get out of the driveway. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was rough. It was rough. You should see the mountain of snow that is now in front of our window. I'm making up for it. <laughs> I'm making there, up for it. There's enough room for it. I'm there's an, it. There's enough room for it. But after I pulled my car out, the, the guy was coming around with that bobcat thing. Yeah. And just plowing the empty spots and he plowed the rest of my spot for me. Yeah. I think they just wait. I, you know what it is, is that we were talking about this before and it's like, why do, why does our side have so much more snow than the people on the other side? And I yeah. think it's because they, they were probably smarter and probably left. So the guy plowed everything and we just didn't move because I had, I mean, I, when I tell you, I couldn't even see my wheels. It was covered up yeah. the entire thing. Um, and I just had to get, I decided to get out just to like use my car and just get out and maybe just run some of the snow over so I can get back in my parking spot. But yeah, that Bobcat, they do a lot. It's, it's crazy that they're out there 24 seven, really. They look fun to drive though. Those Bobcats. I, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna <laughs> say it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna think it's going to be fun. Cause I'll, I'll break something. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know how to work them either, but it just looks fun to drive. He was spinning around. He's spinning around. I'm sure he's wasting his time waiting for idiots like us to get out of the driveway. He's probably like, oh, you yeah. guys just get out, please. Jeez. Yeah. But so the I, whole thing is like, I mean, I mean, Oswego is really good at like, one thing that I was that I was happy about when I brought my car was Oswego is really, really good at shoveling this the streets. Yeah, for sure. Like they're on top of it. They get it done. Yeah, for sure. Because what else are they going to do? I know, I know, honestly, right? yeah. what else do they what, what else do they have planned? What does Billy Barlow have planned for? They already <laughs> built the Taco Bell. I don't really know what else they, they could really do at this point. I know the bars are closed. They have to kill time somehow. Exactly. All the bars in the town are closed, so they have to kill time. But yeah. <laughs> also, but they're so used to it. They're built for this up here. They are built for this. And I know back in the city, uh, like out of the five boroughs, like I think Staten Island got like close to a foot of snow. And I think the rest of the boroughs got like a lot. Oh, really? And from living, from living in Staten Island for most of my life, one thing I can tell you is that they have no idea how to shovel. <laughs> they have absolutely no idea <laughs> how to get anything done. It is insane to me that, like, I'll be outside. We, I mean, like, when, it's, when it used to snow a lot out, everyone in the neighborhood would just snow the streets because, God forbid, a sanitation truck comes, spills, like, a little bit of salt uh-huh. and, and calls it a day. Like I, I could vividly remember like sanitation, just not doing anything. And I remember when I used to take the bus to school, um, we used to torture like the sanitation trucks. Yeah. And so like when it would snow, 
the sanitation truck would pass our bus stop. So like, it was probably, it was probably like 30 kids waiting for the bus. So they would pick up like snowballs or like rocks sometimes that, you know, people would just throw and it would hit the sanitation truck. <laughs> and I remember them vividly. <laughs> the only thing I remember sanitation ever doing for us is when they, when they would stop behind us, they would turn the salt on and start spraying us with it <laughs> and start pelting us with it. That's the only thing I remember sanitation ever doing for us. Oh, that's so funny. Long Island got like 18 inches. My parents said, really? Yeah. They got killed yesterday. And my parents also said they usually like, at least for the town of Oyster Bay, which is what Plainview is in. They're pretty good with getting snow off the road and plowing and all that. But my parents said yesterday, cause I guess they waited until, cause it snowed into today on Long Island. So I guess they waited for it to stop officially snowing because my parents said when they were out there shoveling yesterday. Yeah, when you're when you're out shoveling, you want to do it once and that's it. You want to yeah. want to keep going back out. They said it was terrible. They said they basically plowed in the whole driveway. So my poor parents, because I'm not home and my sister's not home, we're both at school. They both had to go out there and shovel. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely yeah. don't miss. But I mean, like we have to I still have to do it up here. But oh yeah. It is, uh, but at least here, like the people that work in this community, like basically get most of it done. Oh, they're good with it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're very good. good with it. And they're quick it's, too. Yeah they're, yeah, they're quick with it. They're really quick with it. And yeah. the only thing that I have to just worry about is, because the thing about shoveling though, is that like, I don't want to put, I don't know where to put the snow because it's all mounted. Yeah, so exactly. like, I don't know, like, I don't want to put it on another person's car or buy their car and they come out and be like, Hey, why are you just putting the snow underneath my car? I'd be like, I'm just trying to hide it. I don't know. I, right. I, that's why I built literally a mountain of snow in front of the window. <laughs> We're <laughs> shoveling today and Tyler takes the snow and is just throwing it on the people's, like on the, on, the, on our neighbor's <laughs> yeah. front part, just throwing it. I don't care. I'm just going to throw it. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't come out. Like, can you please just put the snow somewhere yeah. else? <laughs> yeah. That's I, would be, I, I don't know. I would, if, I, I, if I was saying, I would just start putting it in front of the front door and just be like, dude, the wind is crazy. It's just, just, just unbelievable. Your front door. Crazy. Just putting the snow in your front door. I'm just going to build a wall in front of your door. <laughs> they just, just block them in. Now they're snowed in. <laughs> Can't leave. <laughs> so you put this in the rundown Lil Uzi yes sent, <laughs> yes sent whopping 24 million dollars 24 million schmackaroos on a pink diamond face did you see implant. it did you look at did you look at the link I put him I'm looking at it right now dude it's it's nuts it's crazy dude it looks like he has to go to the dermatologist for that it looks like he has like um what do they call it on that show Dr. Pimple Pop a lapoma I don't a watch lipoma? that show, dude. I can't. I can't stomach watching five minutes of that show. I can't either. But my family loves it. I can't watch it. Anything that's on, what what show is that? What what what, uh, what channel is that on? Like, uh, is it on TLC? TLC maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, so. one of, it's one of those feel good channels. Yeah, it's either TLC. It's definitely not HGTV. No, could it be? No. It couldn't be HGTV, right? I don't know. For some reason, TLC is whatever. Whatever show is like, say yes to the dress is on. Like, yeah, like that. <laughs> whatever feel good channels that is. Like, I do. I can't watch that. But yeah, he he uh, he said he spent twenty four million dollars to get it, and it kind of just furthers my theory that rappers have no idea what to do with their money. None. Absolutely nothing. And he said that. I, I, I he was talking to some people on Twitter about it, and he said people were saying like he's gonna, literally going to go broke because he literally spent twenty four million dollars. He said, "Nah, it's all paid off." He said, "I spent the last four years paying this off. This was a four year project for him." The ridiculous. 
he spent yeah he spent since 2017. I mean, you're right. He has no idea what to do with his money because this now it looks like he has some kind of skin condition. Like he has something that it needs to get taken off of his forehead. The only the only thing is is that like if it's on his forehead and like I, I I'm not you know I guess I'm gonna compare myself to Lil Uzi here because we have the same <laughs> we have the same uh, struggles that when I got a nose piercing yeah. I couldn't dry my face properly. What do you How mean? is he going to get like, – so when I had the stud in – I have a hoop now, but when I had the stud in, I couldn't dry my face properly uh, because it was either irritated, it was it was swollen oh. in the beginning. Also, it get, just gets caught on the towel. Mm-hmm. So when I dry my face, I have to pat my face. I can't rub it up and down because I've done that before and it's ripped it right out of my oh. nose. So now I have to go through a towel, pick it out, and put it back in. With the hoop, it's not, it's not as bad because there's nothing to really get caught on. Mm-hmm. But – but with that thing on his forehead, it's it's huge. It's like you can't you can't dry your face properly. You can't do it. You even patting it down, it's gonna get caught somewhere. That, that that's what I'm thinking about when I think of things like that. Yeah, I just and what if like what do you do if this gets infected? What you can't wear a beanie anymore. Uh, can he go? Can he go through TSA? Like would would this? I guess because it's not metal, it's diamond. But would this set off some kind of? It would set it off because I mean, like I have a I have like a bracelet on. I have like a necklace, and every time I go through, you know, it says like you have something on your neck, and they just like pat it down. I'm like, oh, it's just a necklace, and they're good oh, to go. Okay. So if it's like in plain sight, I'm sure they're gonna be like, oh, okay, this might be a bomb. It might not be. I don't know what the hell that is. It sure looks expensive. I just I don't get this at all, dude. It it, it it baffles me that like. I mean, listen. If I'm if I'm Louis Vert, I mean, he's had, uh, you know, a couple. Like, he has. He's a very su- successful artist, but he's had like mm-hmm. a couple big, big songs. You yeah, know? like, for sure. Like Ex- Exo Tour Life. Um, you know, anything from his other album, Louis Vert's The World. Like he can. You know, I I'm just I'm just like baffled that he was able to drop 24 million on this. I know. How much money does he have? How does he Obviously have? I see a lot, and it also like. In a pandemic world, they're not making as much because I what I basically what I've like figured out is I thought they made all their money from Spotify, and so I realized Spotify is a bunch of just crooks. Yeah, pretty much, right? Um, but like they make a lot of their money off of like booking appearances, so they can and, they can charge whatever they want for a booking appearance and touring too. Touring feature prices if they want to do a feature. Oh I'm yeah, sure that's they, true. You know, yeah. and they, and, and it was guys like Lil Uzi could easily charge a hundred thousand for an appearance somewhere. Easily, yeah. yeah, for sure. Easily, it's even more than that. So, I mean, I don't know, man. He uh, he must have had something where he had twenty four million just laying around, and it's like, dude, how do you like? How do you do this? You know what I mean? I, I don't. Could this maybe? This now could be like a tax write-off because he could say like, oh, it's, I'm an entertainer. This is for work. Uh, something. Yeah, I don't know. The government's <laughs> going to pay $24 million. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I get, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't get the appeal of this. It just, why would you want a pink diamond in the middle of your forehead? Listen, dude, like, I, listen, I'm just like me and you are just kind of like regular people. Um, so we're not going to understand. But if I'm a little Uzi or if I'm one of these guys that has so much money that he doesn't even know what to do with it, Dude, like this is that would run through my mind. I'm not even joking about that. Like that would run through my mind. Like maybe I could do something weird or so do something crazy that I have all this money to spend. When I can go food shopping, like no. Like what am I gonna buy my mom her third house? No. <laughs> I mean, this is this is just gonna be. If anybody has a conversation with them now, this is gonna be so distracting because you're not gonna be able to not stare. Yeah, he's a he's a prime target 
anytime he walks out, he's a prime target. Yeah, I know. Now he when he you, literally you, step, he when he steps out of his house, his net worth is automatically twenty four million dollars. <laughs> exactly. Like he could he could just be in regular clothes, driving a regular car, and his net worth would be twenty four million dollars because of that thing that's sticking out of his forehead. And I honestly like I'm with it. Like I am so with it. Interesting. I just looked up his net worth. Estimated to be sixteen million. Oh, so now is he? In- uh, well, no, I I saw on Twitter that he was telling people that he's been he's been dropping payments on this thing since twenty seventeen. This was like a thing okay. that works. Um, but that's still crazy. That's still then. If he, let's say he's doing yearly payments, that's still eight million dollars a year, unless he's doing monthly payments. I I, I don't know. But even still, if it's $24 million, those monthly payments over three years is <laughs> Monthly <ridiculous>. payments. Like, <laughs> who is ridiculous. sending him a bill monthly for a diamond? I don't even know. It's, I think it's hilarious, though. I it's honestly, so funny. Also, it, do, you, it, do you go to, like, a dermatologist for that? Who, who implants think, this in your head? Oh, man. I don't know who he finds. And I think... He said it took him five years. Someone asked him, are you rich after buying this? He said, yes, that's why it took five years. This is, uh, this is crazy. This had to have hurt. Oh, my God. This dude. had it, to he, have hurt. He already had piercings on his, like, forehead. He already yeah. had, like, pier- like, he got the diamond where his piercing was. So it was already pierced. I just don't know how you implant that besides, like, using, like, crazy glue. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe that piercing was the start of it. So Dude, if he had it, that it, piercing in his head and it just, that was the kind of the buildup over time was it just got bigger until you could finally, I guess, implant the diamond in his head. And it took me like four months to contemplate getting a nose stud in my, in my nose. So, the, <laughs> you know, and, and this guy got 24 million just on his face. I think it's, I mean, honestly, dude, like, I think it's cool. I honestly think it's cool just because like, Hey man, you know, I respect you for, for, for doing something with your money. If you want to spend it on that, I'm sure everyone that you know is financially stable for their kids' kids. So, you know what, man? Do it. Do it. You know? I, I guess if you have the money to spend, but this just seems like a depreciating asset to me. A dep- that's a depreciating <laughs> asset, my brother. Because <laughs> what, what if it gets cracked, if it gets infected? Because what if it gets infected, they take it out, you're out $24 million. No, he's still got got the diamond. Then he could just slap it on his wrist or something or slap it on like some piece of jewelry that he has and be like, I still spent $24 million on this chain or something. But Uh, like, I don't know. Like if you had had $24 million just laying around, what are you doing with it? But but also it's a different- Taco Bell? I don't know. Taco Bell, he says. <laughs> I don't know what I, you know, if I had $24 million laying around, but like I have to think of the other factors. Like I have a house. Do I, do I have a house? Does, you know, am I, am I stable or is this like from now? Oh man. I don't know what I'd get because like, I'm not into cars. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to get a crazy car. Have you seen Lil Uzi's car, by the way? I have not. Dude, he's got like this Lambo that has like a bunch of anime characters on it. Mm-hmm. Dude, this kid just spends this, – this guy spends money as he just pleases. Oh, wow. Look at this thing. Right? Wow. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, listen, man. This kid – this guy's just enjoying life, and he's 26. Oh, he has a few cars like this too. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a whole lot. Wow. Um, That's – I like the cars better than I do 
the well, big diamond you could, in his you forehead. You could do something with the car. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You can't you can't drive anywhere with a with the diamond on your head. <laughs> but um, maybe he could summon some kind of magical power with the diamond. Dude, like, that's what it looks like. It looks like Yu-Gi-Oh. You ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's got well, what is that? What is that piece he has? I I just watched the show over the summer and I can't think of the the the, the, the no not I was just gonna say the Millennium Falcon. I'm an idiot. <laughs> not the uh, it, it's like some some like he's got that chain on it's like five of these pieces yeah when he duels the thing comes out and he has like an eye come over his forehead which he transforms to this other guy that's what he looks like and that's honestly probably what he's aiming for but i guess i mean Lil Uzi seems like he'd be a Yu-Gi-Oh fan oh my god dude a hundred percent oh wait is it called like the millennium puzzle or something millennium puzzle that's what it is yeah I i knew it had millennium in it that's why you were thinking millennium falcon yeah millennium puzzle yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yeah, I think, you know, man, I'm all for it. I mean, a lot of, it's crazy to me that like artists have like some vision that they want to go for and they are willing to put anything on it. Like the weekend that I put also on this rundown, the weekend put $7 million of his own money into the Super Bowl halftime show. And that's not even including, I guess, what I guess Tampa put in for it or right. what NFL put into it. Uh, I'm assuming the city of Tampa has something to do with it. I'm sure the stadium put some, put some money up, Yeah. but it was, but like, I don't know if it compares to weekend 7 million of his own money that he put in. I, I, it's going to be it, thinking of how much money he put in. I think it's probably going to be one of the better shows that Super Bowl has ever put on. I hope opinion. so. I really, really hope so. Cause the weekend makes good music. I'm not a big fan of the weekend. I uh, mean, from the songs I know, I like him. I think he's good. I don't know all like all of his dis- discography or whatever but from what i know of him i like he 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 i i could t- you know but weekend's the type of guy that like if he said he spent seven million i'm like oh i get it because he has that money and a, a hundred thousand million more because mm-hmm. he came out with blinding lights yeah you know the song is 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 absolutely gonna make it because there's a difference between putting out a song and putting out a song that lasts through decades and decades and decades for and sure. One, and there's one way to figure that out. There's one way to know if your song is going to make it through. And with Blinding Lights, when I go through a target and that's the song playing, mm-hmm. yep. you're good. You're good. 100%. If it's, if it's playing in these grocery stores that like my mom would be like, oh, is this the weekend? I'm like, okay, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Also in commercials. If you in hear commercials in, in multiple commercials, for like Greek yogurt, you're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're fantastic. You have a massive hit, and that's what I and that's what I want to go for. Like if if I was if if I'm like an artist, that's what I want to go for. Is I yeah. don't want to like you know like because because like going back like if I was in Target, my mom was like, like oh is this Lil Uzi Vert playing? No, right. Like I my- knew like like I knew he made it when like my dad was asking about weekends like plastic surgery picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, my parents were like, is this real? And right, my mom wouldn't know who Lil Uzi is, but she'll know who The Weeknd is if she hears it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing, yeah. Which I did actually, I fell for that. I thought it was real. It, it, I don't, yeah, it looked real. It looked real for a split second. But, I, you know, with his Super Bowl halftime show coming up, it's a very bold move to reconstruct your whole entire face. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I thought... Because once I saw the pictures of him with that plastic surgery, which it was for a music video, right? I don't know what that was for. I think it was for some kind of music video, promotional video. I was like, oh my God, when he had the bandages at that award show, 
that's what that was. I, <laughs> like in my head, I put two and two together in that, and I was like, and I'm sure that like millions sense. of other people thought oh, that too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I could, I was like, what the hell? What the hell did you do to your face? But you know, it wasn't real. It wasn't real, and, and idiots like us believed it. Oh yeah, and idiots like you know, other hook people, line and sinker. Like, yeah. Got us, and and now who performed last year? Is it J Lo and Mar- J Lo, uh, Shakira, J-Lo Shakira? Yeah, J Lo and, and Travis. Shakira. Travis Scott had the year before that. Yes, and Maroon Five was was Travis Scott too. Yeah, I think it was it just Adam Levine that came out. Maybe not. Oh, Adam. maybe. And is then it, who, so it's so it's just a weekend this year. As of right now, I'm sure he'll bring out somebody, dude. When you're putting and and and, and this goes with the Super Bowl prop bets. When it's like um, uh, over under a half for a wardrobe change, mm-hmm. he's changing his outfit like seven times. Yeah, when he puts in that much money, he's not going to put uh, what thir- three grand on an outfit change. He is. I know. And speaking of Super Bowl prop bets, I hope we do those this Sunday. It's our we got li- to list it out. We have to, and it's our last Super Bowl in college too. Yes, yes, it is. Our last Tom Brady has been in three out of the four Super Bowls since we've been in college. He wasn't in last year's. That was it. Yeah, yeah, three out of the four. And then yesterday on Shooting the Breeze, Pat and I did the math. In all of our teenage years, Tom Brady from ages 12, ages 13 to 19, Tom Brady has been in four out of the seven Super Bowls. I feel like that would have been more. That's what I thought too. It's still over half, but then it's we still over half. Then yeah. we realized it was um, Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes. It was the blackout game. Yeah, Kaepernick and, versus Flacco. Yeah, and then it was oh, what was the third? Oh, Broncos. Um. Oh, that Super Bowl is awful. Panthers. Yeah. Broncos. Broncos. Panthers. Dude, yeah. that Super Bowl is so awful. Really bad. Had the potential to be really good, and it sucked. That was Peyton. Yeah, that was Peyton's last uh, year playing. And that wasn't. And that wasn't even the worst Super Bowl that no. I've seen. The worst Super Bowl that I've seen was when it was our sophomore year of college, and it was the that was Rams game. It was awful. That was real. That was the. That was the most boring football game I think I've ever watched. I mean, and the worst one that I. I mean, I. I didn't want. I barely remember anything from the the Eagles Patriots game because I did not want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of it. I don't even know what I did freshman year. To be honest with you. Freshman year, I don't, I don't remember where I was. I, was. I don't know where the hell I was, but I think Matt and Pat just came over to my room freshman year. I, I think, I think that's Electric. what we did. Yeah, Electric. But, I, <laughs> but yeah, the that freshman year Super Bowl, the Eagles Patriots, it was, it was all right. I mean, those frauds in Philly won, dude. And it, it probably <laughs> like if if just another team was on besides the Eagles or Patriots, I'm sure it would have been a fantastic Super Bowl for yeah. for me. But it's crazy to think that, like, if Tom Brady beats that, the, you know, the Giants in 07, which he probably should have, and he, he, just a lot of bad things went his way in those three. But, like, say if he wins one out of those three, he's already got seven going for his eighth. Or if he, yeah. It, it's crazy. And then, like, I know a lot of people debate on whether he's the GOAT or not. Um, I think it's a lot closer than people want to say it is. But if Ooh. he – if he gets the – if he would have got that 16-0 record, mm-hmm. I think it's undeniable. But I think for me, it's a little more closer than people want to admit, in my so, opinion. But who would be – who's closer than you think – who's closer than people want to admit? 
Who for you? I think a lot of people forget about us, a lot of these quarterbacks um, that didn't make it as far, but they had the stats. They just weren't on a good team. Like mm-hmm. I think Dan Marino was yes. definitely up there. For sure. Uh, he, you know, he made it to one Super Bowl and lost. But you That know, was his I, second year, right? 84? I don't remember what he was. I, I think it was 84. What was the year? Niners? Yeah. Yes. I think also I the think Niners so, that yeah. year. I think guys like I Joe Montana, I think had a good, uh, you know, had a pretty reputable career. I mean, yeah. me personally, I put Brett Favre in my. I top was just, five. I was just about to say Brett Favre. Yep, uh, and he, he only he, has one. He had Brady's longevity mm-hmm. that everyone wants, uh, and he really, when he joined the Vikings, he almost took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, and that hasn't been done in a while. And I, th- so I think there's just a lot of, and I think Patrick Mahomes five years from now. If Patrick Mahomes stays on this path and gets like, say in the next five years, Patrick Mahomes has three more rings. So he mm-hmm. has, he's a four time in five years. I, I think you have to put him up there and, uh, to begin with. Oh, people, yeah. People are already saying to retire his number after like when they won last year, which I completely agree with. I, I think that's still jumping the gun, but I get where it's coming from. I don't think it's saying. jumping the gun at all. I think it is – I think if he gets – I think if he wins again back-to-back Super Bowls, then that conversation does become a little more valid. And then obviously if he wins in his first five years, four out of his first five, 100%. But Patrick Mahomes is definitely on that road Brady was on or technically still is on because he's still playing. So I think in 20 years from now when we're 41 – we're going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes the same way we're talking about Tom Brady right now. I think it'll be light years ahead of Tom Brady and all honesty. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's light maybe. years. Um, sure. I know we could be talking to a guy who signed now after this deal, a $750 million contract. Dude, ba- dude who contracts knows- like that are just insane. Like honestly, as a human being, if a team – offers me 500 million dollars i look at the contract and i'm saying no why as as just a human being i'm like i don't need this much money it's i know it's really I, like I, f you money yeah it's it's really f you money and I, I, like okay again Mahom- how old is mahomes 23 20 no 25 oh 25 26, maybe gonna be 26 if like say if i was a little younger like say if i was like 24 and a team offered me 500 million dollars Dude, I don't even know. Like, I would feel bad taking that money from them. I would, I would feel <laughs> awful. I, I don't know. To me, it's just like, ah, you know, do I need $500 million? Because if you give a young kid that much money, for me at least, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing well with it. I would, I would go crazy too. 100%. I would go crazy. I would, I would I, it's, it's funny because I'd be the first almost billionaire to get grounded by my mom because I spent <laughs> too much money in one day by buying a – buying a lambo or something i'll would get you, all my money taken away would you put a diamond in your head at that point like little uzi if it you got an, a 500 F. million dollar contract the idea of it yes but the struggle for it no because i like to dry my face correctly <laughs> and i don't want to deal with the hassle like why did i get right. a freaking diamond on my face i can't even like i want to like wash my face i have to go around it i don't want to get infected it's just too much work yeah for sure. Yeah. I know the amount of moisturizer you're going to have to use now around the area. Like it's just a, a, there, I feel like for Lil Uzi, there's definitely going to be more probable. More I don't think problems. he thought it out. 
No, he didn't. There's going to be more problems than there are positive effects of this diamond. But man, did he have a cool Instagram picture for it. (laughs) Yeah. I got one positive, I guess. That is awesome. One short-term positive. I, I, I think he just bought it so he can get like over like 5 million likes on Instagram. Yeah. Is that how many he has? Over 5 mil? No, he's got almost 3 million views. He has, he just got over a million likes. He posted this about two hours ago. Okay. Interesting. Well, you know what? I hope whatever he wants to do with this, if he just wants to have it, I hope it works out for him. He doesn't have any problems with it. So just more power to Luluzi. I just hope by next week he saws it on. It's not like I just took it off because it's the most annoying thing ever. I know. Do you think he has to, do you think he can take it out and clean it? I don't think so because it's like, you know, with like a piercing in your ear, there's a backside that you could take off and you, and you put it back. Like, what, yeah. do, what do you do with the forehead? I don't, I mean, he definitely has to keep it clean. I, I, he has to be able to take it out to clean it. Right. I don't, I don't know. Someone who spent that much money on a diamond on their head doesn't sound like they know what they're doing. Yeah. Did you see that thing? The New York Post shared it a couple weeks ago. That guy from, what was he from? Jersey, I think, who turned oh, himself in, who turned himself into an alien. He tattooed no. his whole body like this dark gray. Maybe it's green, but it's so dark it could almost be black. And he wants to look like an alien, so he removed his nose. He removed his top lip. What do you mean he, he removed his nose? Look oh, it up. I need, yeah, I'll look this up. Look up like New York Post guy turns himself into an alien. It should come. It was a recent story. And he put all these like bumps in his forehead and changed the shape of his face to make himself look like an alien. Does he believe? Is it one of those things where he believes he's an alien? No, I think it was just uh, he got addicted to tattoos and plastic surgery. Because this isn't the first time I've seen somebody like this where they try to these crazy modifications to their face because I think it's, there's a certain point where it just becomes an addiction and you uh, always want to top it. Yeah, you're looking at it. You see how it doesn't have a nose? No, I can't find it. I looked up New York Post alien guy. Is that what I was supposed to look up? I, I looked up, let's see, New York Post guy turns himself into an alien. And it just... Here, man turns himself into black alien. That's what they're by removing. Got it. Got it. Yikes. He yep. is handsome. <laughs> I know, right? He's a real looker. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, what part of Jersey? That's what I want to know because I want to. I think he was from Jersey. I would love to slander Jersey for a second. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about this, like how it's so cold outside. And you know how sometimes when you take that like first deep breath of fresh air in the winter and you just feel it run through your nose Dude, the air is gonna it goes right through his face when he when he takes that that has to hurt him now that has to hurt because i don't know where is it going they the new post really doing him dirty they call him the oddball plastic surgery aficionado (laughs) come on guys i love the post for that reason because they don't care who you are and what you do they will just make fun of you I love the post for that reason. Oh my How they're God. so, so, so satirical that it's just, it's borderline mean. But now every time anybody has a conversation with this guy, you just have to stare at his dumb septum. Yeah. I don't know what he was trying to prove here. Also, know? how does he stop the snot? I mean, He's, he says he has no problem attracting members of the opposite sex. Good for him. That's cool. There's some kinky people out there. So why not? I'm sure he'll do well. I'm sure he will. 
But oh my god! Does snot just come falling out of his nose like the blood coming out of the elevator doors in The Shining? I mean, come on! Yeah, it, it has to. It has it to really hurt. Has to. It has to hurt every time. Like if he's stressed out, he needs to take the deep breaths. Every time he has to breathe in, falls out. It's got to be so disgusting. And him getting a bloody nose has to be because of the like, way he I, looks I now. I can't get over. That line in his nose where like, I guess that's his cartilage. Yeah, that's his I septum. Can't get over, it's I can't, so raw. I can't get over that. I can't even look at this. And you gotta I'm looking at it. And you gotta stare at his stupid teeth too, because he got his dumb top lip removed. Yeah, what that he was a handsome <laughs> guy before him. Though. Yeah, right? He He's was a very handsome. He was a very at like good looking guy. He was in shape. He looks like he'd be from Jersey. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why I think he's from Jersey. I don't know if the article ever said where he's from. I don't think it says. But he looked like a he looks like a guy who you'd see somewhere on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. As I say, if he's from Jersey, man, I don't know what party be in, but yeah, I could definitely see. I could see him like being in like Wildwood on one of the beaches, just like taking yes. him in the sun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just hanging out on the boardwalk, going to those bars on the boardwalk for sure. Yeah, go up to girls and be like, hey, I used to be handsome. <laughs> this was me before him. Like, what does he do with Tinder? He's 32. I don't think, I think he's, I think he's too old for Tinder. Then plenty of fish. What do, uh, right? What are people in the early 30s? Then plenty of fish. <laughs> I don't, what, I don't, um, I don't know. Is there, is there an age restriction or do you, like, do you think there's like an age restriction for, for dating sites? No, I don't, I don't think so. Cause Tinder, you can put an age range of like, let's say 28. Well, I get, I understand it's for everybody, but do you think there should be an age limit where? Oh, just like socially. Yeah, like you should probably not be on here anymore. I think it depends on the site. Like, I think if you're forty something and you're still on Tinder, not the best move. Yeah, but if if you're on a website like Plenty of Fish, that's designed for that. Right, there's websites that cater to certain you know age ranges and stuff. Yeah, I think socially there probably is a certain age where you should get off of tinder and bumble and yeah probably for aliens too they probably shouldn't be on there like tinder seems like a really a young person's thing like through your 20s you could still be on tinder but once i feel like once you start getting into your 30s maybe it's time to get off tinder but then again i don't know but we could potentially in a decade still be in our 30s on tinder who knows uh i hope not (laughs) who knows i hope not yeah i don't know but yeah, this guy, I don't know. I, I, he, you know what? He definitely, like I said a couple minutes ago, he probably does do well for himself. There's plenty of kinky people they, out there. There had, there had to, yeah, he's doing well for himself because there's no way he would have went to transformation, had zero dollars in his bank account. Yeah. And there had to be something. I wonder what he does for work. He was, I read he was a security guard at one point. That's a smart move. You now, especially with the way he looks now, you want that guy as a security guard. Yep, I wouldn't be anywhere near whatever the hell they're hiding over there. That's a smart move. That is a smart, smart move. Maybe that maybe this is why this guy did it. Who knows? To help improve his Yeah, he work was just life. so he's so just passionate <laughs> about his work life that he's like, I'm gonna really take it to the next step. He's probably sitting now put Paul Blart to shame. Oh, he's like, Paul Blart, dude, I am coming for you. Yeah, yeah. But again, same with Lil Uzi, just more power to this guy. That's what I'm saying, yeah, man. More power know, to him. Why not? Yeah, more power to him. But yeah, we went down a crazy rabbit hole. So going back to the prop bets, 
this weekend, I do hope we do at least some of the prop bets. I do too. Um, some of the ones that I have in mind, color the Gatorade I, when they throw it on the coach. Mm-hmm. Like what that. Col- what color are you going with? Ooh, I'm gonna go uh, lemon lime. I'm gonna go yellow. Yellow. See, I'm. I. I don't. I've. I've. I've heard this. I've. I've heard this is a zero fact. I'm not too sure, but I've heard the color red has never been used. Really? I don't know if that's true or not, but both teams are red. Do you think they go with a red color? Interesting. I think they go with red. Me personally. Stupid Michael Phelps head. But uh, um. I think that over under the, the wardrobe change, I think it's over. What do you mean over? Uh, there's, a, there's a prop bet for how many times the weekend oh. changes his wardrobe. Oh, yeah. What's the over under then? A half. So that just has to happen once. A half? What? Like it's a half. So, it's, it's, so if, you, if he changes one time, you win. Oh, oh, okay. Or if he, if he doesn't change at all, then you get a bet under it. Oh, wow. The bar's that low? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess, well, I guess they haven't changed. Have they not changed wardrobe since the Janet Jackson incident? No, they've had to have. Did J-Lo or Shakira not change wardrobe? They had to have. Oh, they had to. They had to. That's one of right. them definitely did. I'd be, I'd be surprised if one of them didn't. Yeah, but half is a really weird number to pick, but. Yeah. I would have went maybe one and a half would have been a little better to go with. For sure. So the way we're going to work this as a house, are we going to do every pop bet we put in money and after each one happens, somebody wins? Or are we going to do whoever gets the most right just wins the pot? I think the most right just wins the pot. Okay, I'm fine with that too. That's so easy. Yeah, because I feel like if we did every prop bet after it happens, we would only be able to do – a dollar each prop bet because we're still yeah you know, we don't have a lot of money we're still college students yeah. yeah I like that so what what would be the the amount we all put in for whoever gets the most wins we all put in five I don't know how many people are doing this okay uh, I would assume all the guys I'm gonna I'm gonna make Coral put in five so help me <laughs> God I am making Coral do this okay okay um probably get Luke in on it yeah for sure uh the girls I don't know if they want to get in on it. I doubt they would. I don't know. Yeah, that's a toss up. But like, you can right, make. Oh, let's make that a prop bet. If the girls get in, <laughs> yeah, then they're then they're already out money. They can't they can't be in there the bet that they're involved in. Right. No, but like it's a subdivision of the prop bets just for us. No, that is no. That's because <laughs> then, then, then we're then we're fixing the gambling, and then I'm out of the baseball or whatever sports betting hall of fame. Okay. I mean, it worked out for Paul Crew. He shaved points, and it worked out for him. Who's Paul Kerr? From The Longest Yard, Adam Sandler. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay. I, I forgot we just watched that movie. Yeah, it worked out for him. Yeah, it really worked out for him. He was in willing to end. die in prison. Well, not exactly, because the, uh, the, the head guard said, hold back up, Paul Kerr. I know, but when he won, he knew. Like, he, went to the, he went into that game, winning that game, thinking that he was going to like die in prison. And, yes, and, that – to that win a football true. game. Dude, give me a break. But now but yeah. he's cool. He's cool with all the other inmates. Everybody respects him. For what, the next year that he's going to be in there? Yeah, why not? That, had, that youngest yard had some really cool cast members that I had no idea. Some really great ones. Yeah, Nelly, Goldberg. Stone Cold. Kevin Nash. Nash the Great Khali. Terry Kali. Um, What's his name from the Cowboys back in the 90s? 
Michael. Uh, oh, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. He was in there. Brian Bosworth was in there. I don't know why they all wanted to be in that film. I don't know. I don't. You know maybe what? I just don't get the hype. It's they, but they all fit the roles. That's true. They all fit it. Like every one of them, except for Michael Irvin, played guards. Oh no, Nelly was on the football team. Oh Goldberg and Greg Kali. But someone like Stone Cold, Kevin Nash, Brian Bosworth, and there was another football player in there too. I don't remember his name. I, yeah, it's not ringing a bell for me. He played one of the guards too. I just don't. I don't remember his name, but he was he was in there too. They all fit the role. No football movie. It makes sense. But I think probably the winner will probably get around $35 if the way that we're looking at it. That's pretty good. At the way that the way that I'm looking at it, if we if we're able to 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 ring coral out of five dollars, we'll have seven people. Yeah. And then um be thirty-five. I think that's yeah, seven seven times five is thirty-five. So I'm cool with that. I mean I already I'm got my, I already got money on a Super Bowl box. I have no idea what the hell Super Bowl boxes are, and I have five dollars in it. Yeah, I did one last year, still don't understand how they work. I, no idea how it works, but our good friend Sal texted me and said, Here, you want to do a box? I'm like, Yeah, sure. He goes, just pick a random one. I was like, okay, this one. Five bucks. Maybe I win. And the payout's big. Like, the payout is always big with yeah, these he, things. I did his last year. He got a lot of people to do it. Yeah. Don't you think, though, like, the person making it is at an advantage, in my opinion? Because they, the ones who are setting up the box, like, they're the ones who put the scenarios or whatever. They, they're the ones that put it on, so they could put, like, the most likely one in their end. I mean, maybe... But at the same time, like Sal gets so many people that there's so many different things that could happen that maybe the advantage that may or may not be there cancels itself out. Also, I wouldn't be trusted with all this money. I would not do a super box. I, yeah. I, couldn't be tr- I couldn't be trusted with that amount of money that's holding on to me because I'll get bored one day and be like, oh, I want Duncan. Oh, but the money just happens to be in my bank account. I'll just use it now. Like I, I can't be trusted with it. I w- yeah, I wouldn't be trusted with that much money either. I would never want to run uh Super Bowl box. Too much pressure. Too way too much pressure. One bet on New Year's though I did win, which was have you ever heard of the actually I won a couple bets. Have you ever heard of the game Left Right Center? I played that when I visited Staten Island back in January and I made thirty dollars in singles. Exactly. That's what happened to me. I made twenty five in singles. So I was like, oh awesome because I've never won the game. Actually I've won the game once before, but I lost all the money because we kept playing. But this time I was the last person to win, so I won all, back all the money. So I won 25 bucks in singles. And then later on in the night, my, um, my friend's boyfriend, who's basically my friend now, said, AJ, pick a card. And I went, okay, red diamonds. And he went, no, 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 we're doing this for money. He's like, I will give you $100 if you guess the card right. He's like, pick a number and a suit. And I went, okay, four clubs. First card he flipped over, four clubs, won 100 bucks. Hundred bucks, and I I didn't want to take his money. I felt so bad. No, 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 you can't say that because you're willing to take five hundred million dollars from the Kansas City Chiefs about (laughs) fifteen minutes ago. Ah, that's a fair point. You got me. But I was yelling at him, "Do not Venmo me the money. Do not give me the money." Then I started yelling at his girlfriend, "Make him stop." And she's like, "No, in this relationship, we live up to our bets." And I was like, "God damn it!" Was was that like like, a thing they settled on when they first started dating? Is that we're going to be betting a lot? Apparently. Apparently, apparently that's one of the ground rules they set in the relationship. I don't know. I'm so happy that sports betting is not legal in New York. Dude, it might be soon. 
because because I'm because I'm an idiot. Like I am just an idiot. So like I'm talking to myself and then I, I get pissed at myself for coming to these conclusions. Like I'm thinking I'm like talking to my dad. I'm like, you know, Cuomo is thinking about legalizing sports betting. I think it's a good idea. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I never sports bet before, but maybe if I put in a dollar here, a dollar there, just casually, that's how addiction starts. Yep. Yep. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm an, and then I'm in my head and I'm like, dude, you're an, you're an idiot. You know that? Like you, you, you can't just put a dollar in and be, oh, I lost. That's cool. No, because I'm like, no, I won. Oh, I won $5. What if I put in $5 this time? Like it's, it's stupid how I think. Yeah. I have a couple of friends who go to schools in Indiana and Tennessee. So they can, they have FanDuel and all those apps because they can just use their addresses in, in, in Indiana and Tennessee. Yeah. So they, they can bet when they're home. One of them is already a couple of hundred dollars in debt just because he had a, and he wasn't, he's not like, he's a smart guy. He's got an accounting job already. He hasn't even graduated. He's just at a reputable accounting. He's a smart guy. He's good with math. He just hit this huge stretch of bad luck and was like $300 in debt or something like that. My, my, my math tutor from freshman year had a, had a gambling addiction problem. Really? funniest thing to me it was the funniest thing because i was getting tutored by this man and he would stop mid mid it was just a one-on-one and he knew i like sports and he would stop write all the matchups out and be like you're picking for me he goes which one's what are you, you serious want to go down? and i and i made him money like the first oh my remember, god I remember i remember telling my mom this how cool it was and she's looking at me like are you learning anything? <laughs> and I was like, Oh dude, I'm learning so much. Like I'm, I'm learning what over under means. I got, and, and she got like pissed. Yeah. She, the guy's supposed to be tutoring you in math. And I'm 13 years old thinking like, why is my mom being like, being such a downer? Like this is awesome. Like he, I remember, I remember halfway through my homework, he would just write all the matchups down for the week and be like, all right, which one are you going with? And he would text me and be like, dude, this is, this is good, man. That's crazy. That's not good. That's that easy. He got, he got fired like <laughs> yeah. five months, like three months later. So I yeah. guess it worked, but I remember him telling me how much he, he was telling me he lost $25,000 on a Cubs game. When, um, who is, who's the guy that dropped, who was the fan that dropped the ball in the stands? What's the guy's name? Oh, I don't remember the fan's name. I can't remember his name, but whoever that was, he dropped the foul ball in the 2003 NLCS. Yeah. Um, he had money on that game and they lost and he was at the game. He said, and he lost $25,000. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I think it's the coolest thing in the world. And he, now you're picking numbers for him. I was picking numbers for him, probably making that money back. I'm not getting a dime from it. I had to pay him for the tutoring services. <laughs> That's so dude, tutors piss me off, dude. Tutors piss me off. Why? I always had good tutors you, in high they school. They rob you blind. Do they though? Yeah, do I had this? I guess I could say her name, whatever. This girl Barbara Roush, right? Mm-hmm. I hated her with everything in me. My brother and sister had her. My brother and sister are smart, so everything came naturally to them. And then I come along. I can't do anything for anything. So I was put into this class. She knew that I was stupid, and my mom will defend her to this day of saying how she didn't think so. But I'm telling you, she had the same niche because I would go to her every year with something new. And she would put me, she would put me into like this practice test. I would take it. I wouldn't do so well. And she'd always go to my mom and go, Louisa, I don't usually say this, but I'm worried. I am so worried about this kid. He needs to come to all these classes, pay $50 in cash, in cash. She wanted, she didn't want it <laughs> checks. She wanted everything in cash, roll up in these nice ass car. Yep. Like, and 
she would just rob us blind. It all because she kept saying, Louisa, I'm worried. That's so weird. You had shitty tutors. And like, <laughs> she, well, she got me through the tax test so I can get to a Catholic school. Mm. But like, I, yeah, it, she did it a lot. And that's how tutors like, you know, I get you're good at math, but don't, don't charge so much money for an hour and don't charge in cash only. Yeah, all of the, all of the, through, I think throughout my whole, you know, public school educational career, I think all my tutors took cash. I think they did. It, my SAT tutor didn't. They did the same thing. He would take cash. He would just put it right to his wallet. When he would leave your house, he'd drive away in his white BMW convertible. It must be. <laughs> it's so stupid because like, oh my God, like luckily I can't do it, but like, God forbid I knew fourth grade math. I know, right? Dude, I'd be rolling in money. I wish I was good at math. I would, I would have, that cash would have been great. It's so simple <laughs> for like, what, two hours? I just charge $50 an hour, yeah. $100. And, and apparently the parents don't have an issue with this. No, they don't. How do they not have an, some idiot like me walks into the house and I'm just like, here, I'm here to teach your kid fourth grade math that probably you could do if you just read the textbook and then taught your kid. But you have a job, so you probably don't have enough time for that. $50 an hour. We'll call it $100. I'll be here for two hours to teach them how to subtract normally. Yeah. No, I guess because your parents ultimately want you to do well. And if they know the tutor has a good reputation, it's ultimately worth it in the long run because they want to see that improvement. Like the SAT tutor I had in Plainview, he was one of the most popular SAT tutors. And he wasn't only in Plainview. He was in a bunch of the surrounding towns too. But the guy had a name. Like if you saw him out at the bagel store, you knew who he was. Yeah. That was the same thing with that girl, Barbara Roush. Everyone knew it. Right. Exactly. So ultimately that also helps with the price and upcharging people, but it's worth it because you know what? This guy was good at what he did. I, I didn't get the greatest scores in the ACT or SAT, but he was a great tutor. We could, we could talk about SAT and ACT for about three hours because oh, I have yeah. so much issues with that. We could talk about that for hours. I, I hate those tests. Dude, it, it pissed me. I didn't even go to an SAT tutor now that I think about it. Really? I don't think I did. Did I, you I just do yeah. practice tests? Yeah, I would just do a shitload of practice tests. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, had, I had the book. My mom would yell at me to do it at the kitchen table for three hours. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would think that I was good enough to just take it because same here. I just thought I was smart. Yep. And then I took it the first time and I got an 850 and I was like, wow, maybe I do have to study. Yeah. Same, same thing happened with me. I took the SAT twice and I got under a thousand both times. Yeah. I, yeah. I got it. I got a thousand my fifth time taking it. For you took the SAT five times. Five times, six times, you want to count the ACT. Wow. Oh, so you only took the ACT once? Yep, because my my score was so low that my mom did not even want to attempt it again. She didn't even tell me my score until months after. Wow. Okay. I took, I took the SAT twice and the ACT twice. SAT, I did terrible on. I was doing terrible on the practice test. ACT, I did better. But the ACT... I was so skewed both ways, like reading and grammar. I was getting high 20s, low 30s in math and science. I was getting like 16, 17. So what did you end up getting on the ACTs? The ACT, I got a 23 on the first time and a 24 on the second time. 
and or twenty five. Did you get it? Did you time. use that? Did you did you use that to get into Oswego? Yeah, I didn't use the SAT because you could super score the ACT. You could take your best scores from yeah, all best the tests. Score. Yeah. So I did that ultimately because it just eventually averages itself out. It was a twenty four. <laughs> I took it one time. My mom did not want to tell me the grade. And she was like, oh, yeah. I was like, Mom, you ever get the ACT score? She goes, yeah, I got it. I was like, when? She goes, a couple months ago. So like, you don't want to tell me? She goes, you want to know that you got a 17? And I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. They sent it to your mom? They emailed my scores to No, me. yeah, they, they emailed my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, dude, I remember being so angry. Because then, the, then to get into Oswego, uh, I had to do this, like, I went to, like, the city for this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy just like basically talked down to me the entire time. Oh, really? Uh, I forget what his name was. I want to look it up because I, I, I kind of want to call him out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I hate this guy so much. But he basically just talked down to me the entire time saying that my test scores were not good enough. Um, and he said that if I wanted to get in, I'd have to take the SAT again and also improve my first quarter grades. Or no, send in my first quarter grades to show that my test results don't reflect mm-hmm. basically what my uh scores were saying so he told me to retake it and the sat was in two and a half weeks so i had a late register for it and i had to just take it again and i got a thousand the, the next time he said if there's improvement we'll accept you oh, he so said he, he told me right then and there we're going to defer i did the early action mm-hmm. and he said we're going to defer you we're not going to accept you right now no way. Uh, yeah, I went all the way to the city for him to tell me that. And I was like, dude. And he friended me on Facebook like a year later. <laughs> Guys, that was so stupid. <laughs> I, when it came to applying to schools, I got into every school I applied to except one. And the one school I didn't get into, I never officially found out. They asked for my, se- for my second quarter grades or my midterm grades or something like that. They asked for something. I didn't get in right away. So they waitlisted me. And then I never heard back. I sent them my grades after it was done. But I never heard back from them, yes or no, on if I got in. Really? I also, I didn't really like the school because when I went to visit, I was talking to a couple of people. Oh, I know that guy. Yep, I know God, him. I hate that guy. So uh, oh, I know. I've had things with him. Oh, I know him. Yep. I don't like him. <laughs> I know exactly who that is. Um, but when I went to the school, it wasn't Oswego. It was another school. I was speaking to a couple of the kids from the radio station. Was it the radio station? TV? It was the radio station. Uh-huh. And just asking them what the radio station's like and how do you get involved? How soon can I be on air? And they were so condescending. Immediately I asked, What's it, you know, how do I get involved? And they just immediately went, well, you won't be on air till your junior year. And I went, uh, that's not really what I asked. What, what, like, what do I have to, and they're like, well, first you need to, it's kind of like how NYO has the test, quote unquote, yeah. that test. They're like, well, you need to pass an exam. And I was like, an exam. I was like, what? They make it sound so much harder than it has And to they be. were so condescending to me that it completely just turned me off from the rest of the school. I didn't honestly. I don't even remember paying attention to anything in college tours. Really? I didn't. I didn't pay attention one bit because I just. I honestly didn't care. My mom the would tell lo- me all the time. The longer we were out of college, the more I started to pay attention because I was in the mindset of, well, I'm here, I might as well. The only school 
I remember actively paying attention to was Oswego. I, I visited Oswego quite a few times before I ended up going. And I honestly just don't remember much. I, I, we've, I visited Plattsburgh and I can't tell you one thing about Plattsburgh. Looks Same. Like. Yep. Same here. Uh, I, I visited like Plattsburgh. I visited Delaware, but not because really? I wanted, but not because my parents had any confidence in me going there. Mm-hmm. It was just because they wanted to well, They wanted me to see a college. It was like my first college tour. Oh, okay. Um, no, my God, I could not get into Delaware for the life of me. Um, and then I, I, that's it. I think I looked at Oswego, Plattsburgh, because um, I, I really wasn't interested in, in it. Because I was in high school, I for some reason I felt like I had time, so I never really cared. I just told them I like broadcasting, and uh, they looked it up for me. And then I just looked at Oswego. Uh, I didn't pay attention the first time I went because that was the day that the Mets acquired Cespedes from the. Uh, uh. <laughs> I was just in my phone the entire time looking at yeah. that. But I mean, I mean, listen, I made the right choice, no doubt about that. It's just that it took me a while to actually figure out what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And that guy didn't make it any easier for me either. Oswego was Oswego was the school I got excited about the most, the quickest, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. At fir- and also another school like that was Towson. But I think Towson, I like Towson overall, their broadcasting program, the campus. But I think that was also influenced by the fact that when I went to visit Towson, they started off the meeting of like everybody was just in the auditorium together with like, we actually have 10 applications right here and we're going to accept 10 students on the spot. And I was the second kid named. So I accepted kids on the spot. So was I, a lottery. Yeah. So I found out in front of a couple hundred people that I, it was the first school I got into too. <laughs> it was a lottery. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. My mom immediately just tears running down her face. Because now she knew at least her son had a full back plan. That's so funny. They literally yeah. accepted kids on the spot. <laughs> so now at least she knows her son had a fallback plan. So if he got rejected from every other school, he'd be set. And I, I did like yeah, Towson. That's a school that you want to go to anyway. Yeah, it was my number two for a while. But I ultimately, you know, chose Oswego. Yeah, Plattsburgh was my number two for a while. It was actually my number one for a while because I couldn't get into Oswego for the life of me. I remember liking Plattsburgh's town more than I did the actual school. And then the last time I visited Plattsburgh was all white because there was just snow everywhere. Cause oh, I really? went to Canada and I couldn't see anything. I was like, actually, thank God I didn't go here. <laughs> I, but, yeah, I'm happy with the fact that I chose Oswego. Yeah. I just, I, I just get nightmares. Of that guy in my, my sleep. About what? That guy that, uh, that oh. was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, nothing. I hate dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I know who that is. My mom, one time for us, we go, she made me do a virtual open house thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was me and maybe five or six other people. It, it was and a couple faculty from us. We go. It was the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever done. That's bold. And he was I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. My no, it's bold to say it's the most uncomfortable thing you you ever done. Well, like 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 I like like was that was it that bad? Is what I'm asking. I mean, in a hyperbolic sense, yeah, or hyperbolic, okay. hyperbolic probably. Probably, I don't know that. I don't yeah. know hyperbole. <laughs> yeah, that's basically yeah what it is. Um, but yeah, it was very uncomfortable, and that guy led it, and he made us sing the Oswego. Oh. He made us sing the Oswego alma mater song 
and everybody was just kind of like, it was so weird. He he really got too into it. He sang it. And then he brought on a couple people to talk to us. And one woman, I'm not even kidding. I don't know who she is. I don't remember her name. I don't even remember what she did, but she came out to talk and she sat, I'm going to show you this close to the camera. Oh my God. And looking up at it. And we just stared at her nostrils for 15 minutes. Cause she sat this close to the camera. I look, I've looked at his Facebook uh, a while I ago. I have too. Yeah. I, yeah. And I remember <laughs> when I, before I went to the school, he took a picture of like a, a sandwich that Oswego was making. And it was just like, like the sand, you know, the cold sandwiches that they make. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, if you ask for a lettuce, they just overdo it on the lettuce and it's filling mm-hmm. out. He took a picture of it looked like it was a sandwich with just lettuce on it and it was just <laughs> pouring out. And he's like, God, I miss the Oswego food. I'm like, ew, what ew. is that? <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, gonna eat there. It's probably gross. <laughs> I don't know what he I don't know what he did that he loves Oswego that much. I don't know. People who have an abundance of school pride do bother me. Freak me out. Freak I get out. it. Be proud of the school you went to and be proud that you graduated from there. That's fine. But if you make it your whole personality, even if you work for the school and you have to recruit kids, it's uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. It's annoying. It, 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 just, it doesn't feel genuine. It feels phony. And it's just like, what, do, you, do you involve in all aspects of your life? Like when you go on a date, you're just like, dude, I'm just letting you, right, I'm just letting you know right now. My heart belongs to Al Roker. <laughs> it belongs to that Laker mascot thing that we have that I don't really know what it really is. And if yeah. it was a mascot, I have no idea what it would look like. A I boat, think it's maybe? supposed to be a boat. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Just shows up in green and yellow clothing only. Yep. And it's just like, sorry, I only talk. I have to, I'm sorry, I can't talk. I'm going to be up at nine in the morning to watch the morning show with Al Roker. Yep. He's going to fist bump Joe Biden again. And then I'm going to go listen to Linda Cohn's radio show. And then I'm going to yell at butter. Cause apparently that's a funny thing that Al Roker has done in the past. <laughs> and then every Monday for 17 weeks in a row, I'm going to listen to Steve Levy on Monday night. football. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mondays from the months of September to January, I'm pretty booked. <laughs> you can't take if you can't make the time for that i don't know what to tell you all right I don't know what to tell you this relationship's not gonna work out because Linda i Cohen is visiting the morano campus center for a book <laughs> signing i have to t- i have to make her sign my book and then stand next to her uncomfortably for two minutes take a picture and leave listen listen i know you wanted to go hiking but i'm camping out i'm already camping i'm dude, camping it's, out. it's it's plattsburgh versus oswego i gotta camp out <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's December. I know it can't be too early. Can't be too early. I got two months worth of ramen with me. I'm fine. I'm ready to flip the bird. God, bro. Uh, that's what they're like. Those people do, that have it, it over amount of school. Out. It yeah, it's weird. Out. It's weird. It's just like the people who still care too much about their high school. Yep. I went to a high school that's like that. We had we had this uh, Thanksgiving Eve basketball thing mm-hmm. where they would – I don't even know what the hell – it was like a pep rally kind of, but it's an all-boys school, so it's kind of weird. But, um, like, basically, like, it would have, like, a dunk contest, I feel like, because uh, we had like we were, like, pretty good basketball school, I guess. So they'd have the tallest kids, like, do these just do random dunk. They would freak out. And kids that graduated would come to this. 
And I remember like kids that were like four years older than me would come to this. And I'm like, what are you guys still, are you guys still dapping up the teachers? Like, do you guys care that much? <laughs> like, I remember when I was a freshman in college and maybe even a sophomore in college, kids that I went to high school with were at this pep rally. And I'm like, do you even know the teachers? Like, do the teachers even remember you? Like, if I went to that, I would say, yo, what's up? And they would be like, who are you? Yeah. Oh, you're a student? Why aren't you in dress code? Like, that's what they would say to me. <laughs> I went back to my high school once, November break, Thanksgiving break freshman year. It's the only time I've been back to my high school. Just because I wanted to see, and this is going to sound sappy, I wanted to see the teacher that was in charge of the radio station in my high school because that was kind of like my main spot to hang out for four years. Okay. And I had a good relationship with that teacher, so I wanted to see him. And I saw a couple other teachers I really liked, but I've only been back, I've only been back once to my high school. I have no, I have no interest going back. I liked my time there, mm-hmm. but I have no interest going back because like in me, I'm not, I'm not like, I, I didn't build this crazy relationship with my teachers. So I'm not going to go back and be like, yo, remember me? And then they have to sit there for two minutes and go, oh, I think I do. And that's not me that they remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. I you know only, what I mean? Yeah. I only went to visit the teachers that I had 100% confidence in the fact that we're going to remember. Like I looked through my yearbook and whichever teachers wrote the nicest thing, I went to go see. I don't remember getting my yearbook signed. Really? No, I didn't, I didn't get my yearbook signed because they gave it out report cards on the last day of school. Like when Interesting. We, and we weren't, we weren't like, it wasn't like you stayed. You just went to school, picked up your report card and left. So they just gave me my, my uh, yearbook on top of that. Really? I'm not going to ask you to sign my yearbook. Oh, no. It was a, it's a whole thing in my high school. You, there's yearbook day. Where you go? Oh wait, I think my mic is unplugged. I don't nice, know how long. Dude. I don't know how long it's been unplugged for. So we're gonna see. Uh, Man, this whole thing's ruined. This whole thing about <laughs> this whole Oswego school spirit rant is gonna be over with. I got to redo it. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how long that it's been unplugged for. But yeah, well, you sound a little different now. So maybe it's been unplugged this entire time. Oh no. Because like you, you sound like different. Is what I'm saying. Really. Like it just—it sounds like it's on the mic. It just sounds like the mic's plugged in now. Interesting, because it would have been the backup. It would have been my laptop mic picking it up, but now it's this mic. So I don't know, because I had it plugged into the adapter to plug into the laptop. Did I not just plug in the adapter to the laptop? Oh my god, this is the first episode. It's already ruined. This is the this is the (laughs) this is the first episode. Stupid. But yeah. I, it was a, it's a whole thing in high school. Yearbook day, you get your yearbooks. Everybody stays after school in the cafeteria to get their yearbook signed by other students. And then at the end of the year, maybe like the second to last day of classes, everybody goes around and gets yearbooks signed by teachers. That's also a thing. No. Um, first of all, I lived 45 minutes away from my school. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to stay after school longer than I had to. Right. Also, I had a bad. Ex- I also had a bad experience with uh, teachers sending my yearbook. Uh, my, when I was in eighth grade, a lot of teachers didn't like me, so they would always write something condescending on the on the uh, yearbook. No way, really? What they say, dude? I remember this. And this is one teacher just had it out for me, and I have a funny story with it. I may tell. I may tell it now, but I may also wait. I don't know. But 
I'll just say it now. So she had, I had a seventh grade teacher who did not like me at all. Loved my brother and sister. Did not like me at all. Um, it's a running theme of this podcast so far. Dude, so I'm far. telling you. Like, I, I, I sound like I'm making myself the victim. <laughs> but, I'm not, but I'm not even. Like, I think it's comical as hell. Uh, and I remember I was a freshman in high school, and my friend, like, wanted to buy condoms. And he asked me to do it because he was too afraid to. Mm-hmm. So I went in and bought it for him and I ran into her with a box of like two condoms in my hand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's going on? She goes, oh, Michael. And I was like, I have to go. But <laughs> um, she knew I was going to like a certain high school. Mm-hmm. And she wrote the different high school name. It was like Petty. Really? I took it as Petty. I don't know. Me personally, I took it as Petty. Did she but, write like, a name of the high school that has like a worse reputation? Or anything no, like no, she just wrote this thing that the wrong high school and she knew that like I was going, she I was like one of the only kids in her class that was going to that high school. Oh, like, okay. It, it may, to me, I took it as an offense, but I take everything as an offense. Um, but like even like older teachers, they were just like describing me like, I can't believe this little short shaggy haired kid is graduate. I'm like, why do you have to call me that? That's weird. Like, why do you have to call me that? Yeah. I understand you have problems at home, but don't take it out on me. <laughs> That is weird that they'd write that in the middle school yearbook. Right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a haircut now. (laughs) That is weird. My middle school yearbook, I don't know where it is. Mine has other things drawn in it. It has so much stuff drawn on it. Mine did too, yep. My middle school yearbook, me and my friends, we did it in all of ours. We would take each other's yearbooks. And like the the other kids we found annoying or didn't like, we would draw like things on them or like write a word bubble and then say some like so just some nonsense. And I remember when the yearbooks were getting signed, I forgot to bring mine in. So I had my mom drop it off, but I forgot that me and my friends did that in the yearbooks. And, she and saw it. the woman at the front desk was looking through my yearbook just to see what it looked like. And when <laughs> I came when I came down to pick it up, she was like, Do you want me to call the principal? Like who did this to your yearbook? Let me help you. This isn't right because like on mine too was like the worst stuff because we would take each other's yearbooks on top of doing it to other kids. We would do it to ourselves too. And she was like, do you want me to, this isn't funny. I don't know who did this to your book. I said, no, no, no. It's it, it's cause I forgot about it. I didn't think that was going to be a problem. Well, she, be, she shouldn't be like, I mean, it's a yearbook. So maybe you, didn't, you probably you didn't write anything in it. I no, I just, I didn't put two and two together that I left it at home and it was going to be dropped off by my mom. I didn't think of the fact maybe the, you know, the receptionist at the, fr- at the desk in the front office was going to look through it to see what it looked like. And she saw all of this stuff. Like my fr- one of my friends wrote, he's one of my closest friends now, Galata. I've told you about him. Yes, you, you have some characters in your school. You yes, I, characters. yes, I do. He wrote, Dear AJ, keep eating until diabetes kills you, Galata. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible for a kid to say. Because, I mean, I said something equally as bad. I don't remember what I said, but I could only imagine. I said something equally as bad in his middle school yearbook, too. But I was a chubby kid, and that's what I got made fun of because I was fat. It was fine. Yeah, I used to to like Gabriel Iglesias. I ripped this off from him. When kids would make fun of me for being fat, I would call myself fluffy like him. (laughs) We, I mean, yeah, we were ruthless as kids. Oh, my God. We still make fun of one of my friends from back home for being fat. You know, like it's still a thing. And I'm like, wow, I still think this is funny. And I'm 21. Like I, I need to grow it, up. It just, it's always going to happen like that. Always. It's just the way it is with your friends. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that, that receptionist, I was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. it they're, they're my friends. It's cool. I was, we were just messing around and, and she didn't do anything. 
And I just took my yearbook and I ran away because I was so embarrassed and caught off guard by like, no, no, no. My therapist, all my, my therapist fixed it all. We're good. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know where my middle school yearbook is now. I don't know what I did with it. Uh, I think all mine are locked away in some attic or something. I'm not looking at it for, for a while. Even if I even look at it again, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my probably embarrassed last middle school. Embarrassing story was that yearbook thing. Yeah, I can't even remember if I had anything embarrassing in middle school, to be honest. Like, I did. Besides, like, you know, we would just draw pictures of one of our friends being fat. And be like, dude, this is you, you idiot. I remember also because I was chubby in middle school. I was on the middle school volleyball team. They now, that? Oh, yeah. Plainview, ha- Plainview has a very good boys volleyball team in high school. Very good. Oh, very good. Um, And I was on the team in seventh and eighth grade. Wasn't very good. And in seventh grade, I was a player manager, which basically was the nice way of just calling me a bench warmer. But eventually, I worked my way up to getting playing time because I got a little better. But the eighth graders on the eighth grade team, you know, there was a seventh, seventh grade team and an eighth grade team. Oh, those team. eighth grader bullies. The eighth graders had nicknames for all of the seventh oh graders. God. <laughs> so whenever I would walk into the locker room because I was chubby, the eighth graders would all go, Bowser! Let's go! <laughs> I was Bowser. Bowser. I was Bowser. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> it's hilarious now. It's hilarious. It didn't. They didn't. Doing that didn't bother me coming from the eighth graders. I guess because it was a cartoon character. It didn't make me feel bad. Some of the kids on the seventh grade team. They bothered me because they would be mean about it when they would make fun of me for being fat. The Bowser thing I really was fine with. I would just walk around and they'd see me in the hallway in school. Bowser! That's how they'd say it too. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so messed up though. <laughs> but the kid, some of the kids on the seventh grade team were more were meaner about it. So I didn't like that as much. But I was fine with the Bowser thing. And and you're and like why? What did like the seventh graders say that like made it mean? The seventh graders would just straight up be like, "You're fat." Like if they saw me and my and like my stomach was showing. Like, if the oh shirt was a little God. tight on me, they would just be like, yeah, you're fat. Like, they would just be mean about it. They would just say it straight up. That's awful. I remember one time I was at a friend's house, and one of the kids who would always be mean to me was there, too. We we never fought with each other or anything like that, but my friend's mom had put... It was actually at Galata's house. It comes up again. Um, His mom would always put out the best snacks for us, and she put out this giant bowl of popcorn... And she was just like, it's for AJ only. <laughs> yeah. And she had all, she had the giant bowl, but then she had like the mini plastic bowls for you to take some popcorn in and put, take it for yourself. So I had put one of the mini plastic bowls down on the table. And then I picked up the bigger bowl and was about to pour some of the popcorn in into the mini bowl. And the kid, we were watching a movie and the kid just stood up and goes, what are you going to take the whole bowl for yourself? Oh. And I was like, <laughs> And I was like, what? And I was like, what? No, I was going to pour it in. And he goes, you're going to eat the whole bowl. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, oh, no. I'll just starve. I'll just starve. (laughs) Now, in fairness, I set myself up for that one. But I didn't like the kids, so it bothered me more when he would do it. Yeah. 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 It always is worse. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I guess I set myself up for that one. Yeah, and it happens to the best of us. It does. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, 
I, I mean, like, I would kind of like, you know, I, I would just get made fun of for like being like too skinny, at, you know, and then, you know, the whole wind jokes is so funny. It's like, oh, it's windy. Oh, out. You, know you got hit saying? with those. That's fun. It was just my family <laughs> members. I would say it. like my like, aunts and uncle, like, oh, it's windy out. Better watch out. I'm like, all right, I get it. I get it. I understand. Yep. That's uh, funny. It's fantastic. It, it's it's uh, I, yeah, I've been I've been called for pretty ruthless things uh, in high school. Really? Um, well, I don't know. It was like weird because like it was from like girls from like all girl Catholic schools. Oh, okay. And I remember like it, um, this girl saw me at the mall one day, and she and and she was like, "Oh, uh, there's that where there's a uh, that he's with some bitch and she's with his like." she said like stick stick bug face looking boyfriend i was like oh no i was like that's that that doesn't make sense but some reason it does that's just mean well stick bugs a real thing yeah i I don't know where she was going with that because i'm like really handsome so i don't know where she was going (laughs) yeah um but but like yeah but the thing but the thing is like you know my friends back home are willing to like go at this girl like like dox her and everything. oh really like because i'm friends with like you know will from back home mm-hmm. he'll do any, he'll do anything like <laughs> get into a fight with him or get into an argument with him he's ready to crack a bottle over someone's face i'm not even <laughs> lying about that like that's happened before that's crazy so like it was it was crazy but, yeah but they, dude like the girls are ruthless with those with those they're ruthless they, the they girls could be mean in high school say some mean things girls could get really mean and petty in high school yeah oh my god dude that's why it's like good thing i wasn't a girl growing up because they could say some mean things yeah like the worst is like what someone's gonna call you fat someone's gonna call me skinny like okay i could take it but like girls will go after like psychological issues yes you know what i mean yeah like deep rooted like they will disguise themselves or 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 they will pay a therapist to bring the notes over to them and they will think of something Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, girls could be brutal in high school i never had i never really had i didn't talk to in most of high school i didn't talk to many girls i didn't become friends with really any girls until junior and senior year but so girls were never really mean to me but yeah i've heard some i've heard some horror stories it's it's so, crazy. Dude, high yeah. school was weird, man. All this all this shit would happen at like seven in the morning. Yeah, right. Th- like, that's why that <laughs> that's why that TikTok is so true. That it's seven, seven in, in the morning. The morning. Yeah, it's seven in the morning. High I school remember... could high school could be a real horror show sometimes. It really could. Oh, uh, dude, I can't wait till we get back on the topic of high school for another episode because I got uh, some funny stories. I do too. I actually I have to you know. I have to really rack my brain because I, I there's definitely some funny stories out there, but I, I, w- I will come back with some too. And there's some that I definitely can't say over a podcast. Yep, for sure. But I could definitely tell you after this because all oh, it's ruthless. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> let's ra- let's wrap this up because I actually have class in 10 minutes. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But this was fun. This was a good first episode. Oh, I, enjoy- I, have, I had a good time. I can't yeah. wait till I can't wait till this gets me in trouble in three weeks. <laughs> you know, my mom's going to watch, like, I was going to listen to it and then be like, who are you talking about? And it's like, no one. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's good to just never say names, too. Yeah. Good That's thing I didn't say a name for that studio because I'm going to get kicked out of the school. <laughs> All right, Mike, plug your stuff. All right, cool. Mike, Mike Don Morano, Instagram and Mike Morano 44 on Twitter. You can catch my latest articles uh, about the Raider Ramble that I talked about.
All right. Follow me on Instagram, AJ.Batista. Follow me on Twitter, AJ underscore Bat99. Follow Shooting the Breeze on Twitter, at STB underscore WNYO. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to episode one of the Mike and AJ podcast. Have a good week, everybody. Stay positive. Yes,